0: I've had people stay on the line with me for an hour, hour and a half, just solving issues because they were just awesome. And those not everybody is going to be that person at Amazon. In fact, it's probably about five percent that you'll ever get that person. 100, 100, 100. Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy, here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e commerce and FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing cracking Seller Central, outsourcing complex issues. We're going to be talking about how sellers can resolve common problems that arise in Seller Central. We all know about those. What are some efficient methods for handling Amazon reimbursements? and how sellers uh, can utilize the Amazon reports to drive business growth. So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, like I mentioned today, cracking seller central, outsourcing complex issues. Our guest is the chief delivery officer over at Seller Candy. Seller Candy's been on a bunch of times. And he's also a financial analyst by profession and has eight plus years of Amazon expertise. Um, He manages more than 500 Amazon accounts in multiple marketplaces and in various categories. He personally has handled and trained over 70 plus Amazon VAs. And our guest today, first time guest, Not so first time for the company, but we're talking to Arvin Tiano and he'll be on just shortly. But first we'll have a word from the sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Shergo Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? Shergo Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With Shergo Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit ShergoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the show. Where is our guest? Hello, Arvin. How are you?
1: Hey, Norm. Yeah, doing good. It's uh, almost midnight in here. Actually, it's midnight. <laughs> so, hey. oh my gosh. Fitness. Yep. I'll oh yeah. Though.
0: Cause you're 12 hours. Yeah. 12 hours difference. Okay. Well uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, get this thing wrapped up so you can go to bed. <laughs>
1: oh no, I, I do have calls after, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Then we'll keep you on long. Okay. So um, let's talk. First of all, um, we've got a really great topic today and we're going to be talking about some common problems in uh seller, uh, seller central. And I, I guess before we get into this, I just really wanted just to drop um, uh, a little bit of information about Seller Candy. Um, if, if you want to just explain quickly, like within a sentence or two, just about Seller Candy and what they do. And that will help explain what we're talking about today. And everything we're talking about today, you can do on your own.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, we see Seller Candy is like sitting in between experts and as a VA we uh we take away all of the pain of dealing with seller support every day getting all of these responses uh, from them and actually trying to troubleshoot in any issue before uh, raising a case with uh, Solar central so that's just, just the basic i can definitely go over sure. and be technical in a lot of it but yeah we deal with a lot of um tro- troubleshooting issues like listing issues if you have any brand uh that you need to or branding that you need to update reimbursement for sure We do help um, brands as well. If um, in helping them to project how much inventory they will be needing for a certain number of months, and so and yeah, as as um, there's a lot of things that we can do.
0: There's a lot of things. So you you could always check out Seller Can. But the reason I wanted to talk about this at the beginning is because we've all been there. I guarantee everybody who's been listening uh, or or who's listening right now has worked with Seller Central. And they get those form letters and they get form letters. And it's like, and I know what, it, I receive them. So I'll write back, no, you don't understand. Could you, like, I have this information. Please read the documentation provided. And you get the same thing back. Well, um, thank you for your email, but I still don't think. And you guys solve that issue. And uh, one of the things that that I like about it is, you could spend, and I have spent, just ask Um, we've spent six months, we spent a year trying to solve some problems. And w- what your company does is it helps um, clear away all that smoke. And it might not be right away, but it'll be a lot quicker. And sometimes it is right away. So just kind of keep that in mind, because what's your time worth? And that's why I see and I really like seller candy because they're experts in that type of support and they've got other things too. But uh, which is kind of leading to the first question What are some of the common problems that you're seeing that seller central uh, or seller Amazon sellers are getting or having?
1: Yeah, well, we do receive a lot of uh, requests to uh, about the comp- policy compliance, helping sellers to actually fix any restricted policy violations. Um, sometimes product condition complaints, uh, any for any customer, because you know we know Amazon is very customer centric. Sometimes any one compl- uh, one complaint from a customer about product being expired or damaged, they will instantly. Uh, flag that listing or remove that listing. I'm sorry about my background. If you can hear that dog bark, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, uh, so it's a very active neighborhood in here. But yeah, so uh, we 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 deal with a lot of compliance issues. Uh, we do have requests from clients um, trying to update brand names, uh, and then we do have certain issues about stranded inventory, uh, suppressed listings and reimbursements, um, trying to uh, ask Amazon, where is this unit? I ship this much number of quantity, but they only receive um, less than 100 or something like that. Just uh, yes, those are the most common issues that we receive, but we, we from time to time, receive issues like um, updating their accounts, um, trying to do this recently. They're trying to do this account verification, so we help um, a lot of sellers in that aspect as well.
0: Okay, so out of all of those, the I, I know you say the most common. Has there been any ones that have just been so simple? I, I, if near, I don't know if near is uh, listening right now. If you are, just let me know in the comments section there, near. But um, near has been working with us. He's worked with us a lot on different brand registry issues. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that something that your that your uh, company would handle? I'm just kind of curious.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do um, brand, brand registry. Brand registry. Sure. Yes, so we're, we're asking. We... Mm-hmm. I
0: was going to say we've had this issue, and I don't know if any other listeners have had this. And if you if you've had these type of issues where it's like Amazon's customer service is like a deer in the headlights, just let us know. Uh, let us know some of your aggravation, or if they've done something incredible. Because I have had, I, I'm going to give a secret out here. When you have a problem. And you, you have like, there's two things I do is that if if I don't get mad, but what I will do is I'll just say, oh, couriers here, I got to hang up or something to get them off the line. Um, because if they don't know what they're talking about, you could tell when they're just reading off the screen or if they know what they're talking about. So, okay, courier, hang up, uh, call back. Um, and, and there's different times of day that people say that, that you can get Um, maybe Costa Rica or even in the U S which I don't know how often that happens anymore. But um, anyways, if you call back and you call back and you call back, let's say over a period of uh, a week, a month, whenever you get, it might not be for the same issue, but anything that's not resolved, just put it in a notepad. And when you do get that person, and I'll tell you there, there are some incredibly knowledgeable people out there that are really he- want to help Amazon sellers you just use that time to talk to the person and just say oh um i got this issue at the end of that say oh do you think you could help me out with this one i've had people stay on the line with me for an hour hour and a half just solving issues because they were just awesome and those not everybody is going to be that person at Amazon. In fact, it's probably about 5% that you'll ever get that person. Uh, but when you do, just load them up with questions. And that's that's the absolute best thing I can tell you to do right now. Do you have anything like, that you want to add to that?
1: Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, I mean, yeah, if you found that person on the call just take um, take the opportunity to ask a bunch of questions i mean on our team our practice is uh we before contacting seller support we are making sure that we are ready so we're doing all the troubleshooting processes that we know and making sure that we tried everything before actually calling them so that when we call we are prepared and that whatever the seller support will tell us hey you should do this one then we can just say and tell them that no we've done that this is the batch ID, or this is the reference, or this is the document, but it is not working. So the thing that we need to do is to actually, if you can skip the first level of support, because the seller support, the first level of support, they don't actually have access to the tools. Their their mere responsibility is as a, co- as a customer service, and they have a KPI or a handling time of about 15 minutes. So they will do everything to try to close the issue with you, where they don't have access to everything so having that uh, like everything ready and approving uh, that you have done everything then you can request them to transfer the call to a much higher uh, or to our leadership team and tell them that I need this one escalated because that's the only time that they will tell, that they will truly really transfer your call so that's the thing that I can add there but if you are lucky enough that uh, they transferred you to someone who know how to handle this issue or they have access to the tools where they can edit the listing, then take that opportunity, ask them all of the questions all, all of the issues that you were handling for that account for your account rather. So, so.
0: I've got, uh, I've got a brand that works with me and uh, shout out to Oliver. I won't say the brand name, but uh, uh, Oliver had a problem with, uh, he's just been having constant problems with brand registry and he owns the brand and all of a sudden it'll, he'll, he'll just get knocked off Amazon. He'll try to re-register and they'll say that he doesn't own the brand. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. Like this has happened three times to him. So finally I I said, you know what, why don't you just try doing the old Jeff at, he didn't want to spend money. I didn't want to go and he didn't want to spend a lot like, you know, places, companies like yours that would charge, you know, he, he didn't want to spend that. He wanted to resolve it himself. So, okay, that's fine. You want to do it yourself. I told him it might take longer, but Mm -hmm. he did Jeff at amazon.com. Like I used to do that all the time and he got, he actually got the response. So that email still works. Jeff at amazon.com. I wouldn't overuse it, but. In this situation, it got escalated. Um, the, whoever was screening these um, sent him a, a very well-written, um, uh, not generic email. They looked at their account. They forwarded it over to the right department. He got somebody working on the account. They came back with the exact information and it's resolved. This mm-hmm. all happened within a period of about a week. This was going on for over a year. So just, just another hint that if you want to try to get something resolved, try it. You got nothing to lose. And I'm going to, so everybody who's listening right now, live, we should even cut this out. Gels, we should cut this out. This is a bonus for everybody listening live. I'm going to give you a website that will blow everybody away. It's called frequently, frequently frequently.ai and it will help put your plan of action together. Also, like it does about 13 other things, uh, other uh, platforms, but for Amazon, it'll actually take your information and put it into a proper uh, plan of action for you. So uh, frequently.ai, don't even put it in the comments, just frequently.ai and that's for anybody who's listening. So, oh, there he goes. Kelsey, you don't (laughs) listen. You don't listen. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm telling you, check that site out. Um, it's so cool. Now, I, I guess let's talk about expectations. So, Amazon, people that are selling on Amazon, uh, what can they expect from customer service? Like, you know, you can't go in there thinking they're all experts.
1: Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, this is the thing that I'm always telling the team when I'm training them and also um, um, some of the customers or our, our clients whenever I'm catching up with them. Amazon about three to five years back is totally different from now. Like everything has been automated. Since they um, implemented the workflow, they call it workflow, uh, all of the um, like the tickets or all of the issues that you raise within Seller Central will come back with just an automated response. That's, that's the... Uh, like you will continue to receive that until you really get that uh, or you really ask that to be escalated, but yeah, uh, the customer service right now, I mean, don't quote me on this one, it's just that the thing that I got from our team whenever I check in with them or whenever I interview some who were from uh, former seller support, they were telling that they don't really have that much training unlike before, and um they are also uh they they are saying that they are bound to follow whatever the workflow is telling them to do because if Otherwise, they, um, they are not you know, following the SOP uh, for trying to just maintain the level or the customer service level, which is the information that has uh, been shared to me by the team. So I think that when it comes to the customer service support, uh, you will continue to just get the kind um, responses. So if you can skip that, then that would be amazing.
0: Okay. So when you're talking to customer support, can mm-hmm. you lay out, what are the do's and the don'ts when you're doing a a, a case
1: uh the first thing that I would I, I am always recommending the team whenever they, they need to call solar support is just don't don't call solar support unprepared because they will always just give you recommendation that is not working mm-hmm. so the first thing that i am always telling the team before you call make sure that you've done all of the troubleshooting processes so for example uh, anything related to catalog we make sure that we uploaded the flat file we have the batch ids we've done either partial update or full update on uh, the flat, flat file or even using the inventory loader or if it is on the restricted policy violation before even submitting an appeal, making sure that we have a full understanding of what's happening or what happened rather and what's happening, like raising cases, for example, um, if it is a product condition complaint being damaged, making sure that we ask Amazon first for a bin check so that we have proof We have um, evidence for everything because Amazon, when you filed or when you submitted your first appeal, they will always stick to that and they will always cross-reference. Even if you have a much well-written appeal the next time, they will just ignore it. I actually personally experienced it and I talked to seller support. Hey, what's wrong with my appeal? I have everything corrected. I have laid out everything, the step-by-step process. And then the seller support told me... um, Can you try to not submit your appeal on the account health dashboard and just try to um, to raise a case to restrict uh, and then address it to the restricted product um, policy team and then they will review the ticket for you or the issue for you. Twenty four hours after that, the issue was resolved. So it's like dealing with this. With this account held performance team for over a week, and they keep rejecting and rejecting the appeal, and it's not working just to find out that they just linked it to the original appeal that they have submitted. So, yeah, what I was trying to say is that you don't just submit it because it is urgent or it is something that you need to address immediately. Uh, one thing that you need to make sure is that uh, you covered everything, making sure, or if, even if maybe you can ask someone from your team to double check, uh, hey, what do you think of my appeal? Or what do you think of this flat file? Is it all good? Your manufacturer website? Sorry if I'm talking too much because, yeah, I have a tendency of talking a lot. But yeah, so just redirecting the seller support to the right, uh, to the correct manufacturer website of yours to tell them that, you know, to have, to, that you have um, proof of ownership. That would really help. So don't, don't, don't call them just and, and then take all of the recommendations. And if they will tell you, oh, let me deal with it. And you just have to wait twenty-four hours and it's fixed. That's not true. Because if the listing is fixed and all of the, the updates that you're trying to publish on your listing it like it is actually considered by the system within 15 minutes, it's done. It's there. But if they tell you that it's done within twenty-four hours, don't take that. So I always take the team call again. And right. um
0: yeah. And hey, that's that's some really good information that you're talking about. Um I think that's really important. Uh, I've seen that as well, where you're constantly going back against that one case, you open up a second case, and it gets resolved. (laughs) So that's something just to keep in mind. Now, can we talk about a plan of action? So I'm sure you've written a a 1000 plans of action. When Amazon, if you're opening up a case, uh, and or if they've sent you an email, and now you've got to provide a plan of action. What does that, how should you lay out a plan of action?
1: Yeah, so it's just basically uh, um, answering three basic questions, just, you know, the root cause or um, understanding what happened, why do you have this issue? The second is, what are you, what did you do or what are you trying to do to um, try to resolve the issue? And then the third question that you need to answer is, what will you do to prevent this from happening again? And one thing that we need to um, make sure whenever we're writing a, an appeal is that Amazon don't like drama. They don't care if you're like a, s- a small right. entity, you know, a small so.
0: family-owned business.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So they don't care about that. And I'm telling the team, you know, I mean, Amazon just want to see that you're you're taking ownership of the issue. Sometimes it's not really you who caused the problem, but you have to take it so that, or you have to take ownership of it because that's what they're looking for. We have to remember that the one checking the appeal are also just an employee of Amazon, and they were guided by all of these SOPs. So we tell them take ownership, and then what uh, what are you doing, or what did you do to try to actually resolve the problem, reaching out to customer, blah blah blah, and then yeah, how are you going to prevent this from happening again? And that's it, as simple as that. You don't really have to write a very long. Um, what you might call this, a very, very long appeal. And then you have to make sure that you're also as if you are talking or you're sending that email to a five-year-old.
0: Yeah, and you could, depending on what you use, if you're using uh, ChatGPT or any of these other mm-hmm. ones now, you could just take your response, put it in there, and mm-hmm. you can just say you want it in yeah. a tone that could be business casual, get firm, or whatever direction you want to take it. And right in the level of a, and like you said, Uh, five-year-old. And, you know, believe it or not, grade five to grade seven is where uh, a lot of, uh, is where you want to be in. Uh, You don't, like, if you exceed that, uh, and this is proven, it sounds so crazy, but grade five to grade seven is the level that a lot of people are comfortable reading. So uh, it just sounds a little weird, but it's true. So, uh, anyways, we're getting really close to the bottom of the hour. Why don't we do this now? Cause I've got a lot more questions and I think people will have a lot of questions, but, mm-hmm. uh, if, and we do have a lot of new listeners here. So this is the first time listening to the podcast. What we do at the end of every podcast is we give away, uh, uh, a, a prize. And today we've got a really great. Well, we have two prizes, so it's great prizes today. And we call that the Wheel of Kelsey. So, uh, Arvin, why don't you tell us what you've got to give away?
1: Yep, yep, I'm excited to share this with you guys. So, the first one that we have for our main uh, business for seller candy, we offer a five hundred dollar. Free reimbursement. I mean, we do uh, audit your account and then file cases and um, indexes or other the, the, the first 500 would be free of charge. Uh, so we're covering the loss inbound, the warehouse losses or damage, and then also anything related to mishandled returns. Anything about uh, reimbursement. I want to go deep. So you know, $500 already... back to
0: you. Perfect.
1: <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. And then the other one is actually for a new business that um, John is launching. I'm actually not intimately involved in this new business. We call it Magnet VA. Uh, what we do actually for, so for Seller Candy, we offer you we offer you technical support. We have technical expertise with anything happening on your seller central, anything issue, any any issues like the flat file and uh, your reimbursement or any projection, as I was saying earlier. But actually, in the past, whenever we're talking to our clients, they are saying, do you do anything else aside from all of this technical expertise that you're providing to our Amazon account? And we, the, the answer that we're just giving them is no. So we thought, actually, John, Jan thought that uh, it's a really good opportunity to help the industry to, to, to provide them and to help them in finding the right VAs for their company to do all of this other things. And that's how different it is from celery candy. What we're actually or what M- Magnet V is actually doing is to train the VA with mindset, because what the common issue that we um, not really an issue, but the common thing that we notice when we are dealing with, um, I'm Filipino, I'm saying Filipino VA is, is more, more on the mindset, It's more of the communication, setting the expectation or and then having the mindset of an entrepreneur so that's what uh, that's how we are training them we're actually um giving them the management and the training and to have that mindset so it will be more beneficial for the uh, va and for the um of of course the the company to work together and provide that harmony and then that happiness so actually it's a good opportunity right now if you go to our website in um www.sellercandy.com forward slash seven steps. We're actually uh, offering the their, uh, seven steps to actually finding the right VA for your um, company. And then also for, for Magnet VA, if you want no more, and if, let's say you're not, you didn't win the prize today for Magnet VA, you can always just go to MagnetVA.com and have that conversation with the team. So they are always there to support. So okay. So
0: the Magnet VA, what is the, the prize
1: um, so, we are offering actually uh, free onboarding and free setup that is equivalent to $997.
0: Okay. So, beautiful. So, there it is uh, the Magna VA worth a thousand bucks. And we have the one, oh, No, old guy. What was the other one? <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: This the free uh, $500 reimbursement.
0: Oh, that's it. So, not a bad prize. All right. So, just hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you'll get a second entry. And Kels, commercial time. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Rebade. Attention sellers and brand owners, want to reach more shoppers and boost sales? Rebade's platform connects sellers with shoppers seeking great deals on new products. They make it easy to offer promotions, handle rebates, and ensure seamless redemptions. With countless reviews from satisfied customers, rebate is the go-to solution to increase your sales visit rebade.com today and start reaching more shoppers now let's get back to the show all right let's talk horror stories what are some horror stories that you've heard
1: well, we do have uh, actually. There's one customer of ours that I always, always remember. You know, they, there's this particular. Um, she's only selling two products, and it's just a color variation. And in December of last the 2020, if I'm not, 2021, Amazon took down the listing. And uh, she tried to reach out to a lot of agencies, and she even tried to try to work it out on herself by herself, but it didn't work out. So, and then actually, she received an offer a month before the deactivation of her listing that um, like an aggregator is buying it for over a million dollars. And yeah, it just so happened that the listing was uh, like taken down. So she reached out to sell her candy and tried to, um, you know, to actually activate the listing so that they can, she can also proceed with the, with the sale of her Amazon account. And yeah, it's just, just really terrifying because you're already in the process of actually selling your um, Amazon account and then this happened. Yeah. So that's one. Um, it's just one thing that I can remember, but obviously there's a lot more.
0: Yeah, I can, I, Kevin King's come on and, uh, he had a, uh, a brand that he launched called germ shark. So him and a few partners got together and at one point they were selling $40,000 a day and Amazon, uh, kicked them off. Uh, they, the algorithm didn't like some word in their listing, So, okay, they got it fixed, and they got it back on, got kicked off again. Anyways, every single time they were launching, it took an hour, and they were kicked off. So uh, um, the guys that Kevin were working with um, had some huge contacts in Amazon. And even though they were saying that everything was cool, we'll launch it again, the algorithm kept it going, so it got kicked off. So anyways... It, it, he had to sell the brand and at the time he couldn't even do it. The, the guys lost a million dollars. Like the team lost $1 million because uh, of uh, the top, it was in PPE. So anyways, back in the time, this goes back during uh, around late COVID post COVID area era. And uh, anyways, he lost a million. So it's, and you know, that's, that is a, Horrible thing to have happen. But uh, anyways, uh, and he's back and he's selling and he's making money. Uh, he, uh, he, you know, he learned his lesson on the category you choose to sell in. So that was a tough right. one for him. But um, anyways, for, for every tough one, there's, uh, you know, a couple of good ones, uh, yeah. you know, that and you might fail 80% of the time. It's the 20% that you want to mm-hmm. have that are going to make it that home run or third base anyway. Uh, okay let's talk yeah. about some reimbursements.
1: So oh, actually if, yeah. if you don't I just want to add one more thing maybe a free tip for everyone cuz uh, I don't know if everyone is already aware of it but you know Amazon they already they have the set up for the automatic return for all of the unfulfillable inventories right but uh maybe not everyone is aware that the stranded inventory setting is actually different as well so you have to make sure that um on your uh, manage on the stranded inventory setting because we have this client, it's actually one of the horror stories that I, I kind of remember right now. We have one one client who reached out to us and said that Amazon disposed of about thousands of my inventory because it was um, stranded for over a month. And actually, the reason was that he forgot to set up the um, stranded inventory setting to make sure that it is being sent to his warehouse rather than disposing it. Because if you will not update that, Amazon will automatically dispose of it. Yeah. One thing to note is its inventory is still in sellable condition. So you can't do anything about it. And even us we can't do anything about it because it's it's bound by the uh, FBA regulation.
0: Yeah, that's, so, a, a, yeah. A, that's a really good point. We had somebody talk about that. Somebody called in last week uh, to our company and didn't know you could do that. And yeah. what, what was happening is that they were getting some one stars because the product looked like it was used. They were buying it new, so uh, which was kind of interesting. Uh, but stranded inventory is uh, you'll also notice is once you get rid of that stranded inventory, uh, you're going to notice that your IPI score is going to go up as well. Yeah. It's one of the main drivers for your IPI score. Okay. So now let's talk about reimbursements. So people, there's so many sellers and I know large sellers. I, I, I can't even talk them into it. Oh, it'll bring up some red flags. Oh, Amazon's going to flag our account reimbursements. We hear it. It's, it's something that's been around for a long time, but why aren't people taking more advantage of these reimbursements?
1: Well, I guess for me, uh, the reason why most sellers are not really taking advantage of it is maybe they don't really have the full context of like how the reimbursement works um, or how like how Amazon is losing their inventory and this is what uh, the thing that I'm always telling everyone in, in our team you know Amazon they are dealing with thousands or even millions of transactions every day they have a lot of warehouses just in the u s and with that you can tell that everything will go like perfectly no no issue will happen you know even with the sending it to the customer and returning it so that maybe if if they don't, if they have the understanding of how it works and identifying what are the eligible transactions for reimbursement then they might probably take advantage of it but if you don't have the context like for example what is a lost warehouse what is lost inbound what is the what are the mishandled return how that works, and how are you going to identify all of these um, transactions, then, yeah, you can just raise the case if you know how to do that. But if you don't know how to do that, then that could probably be the reason why. Yeah, we, we've we had um one client, uh, I don't even know how long
0: it's been, but when you could go back further than you can now, they got hun- 128,000. That's the biggest one I've ever seen, but I also know, uh, and ext- and I'm not going to say brands, but this brand wonder if they're listening, but they, they're doing millions and millions of dollars on Amazon and they've never ever claimed oh. a penny.
1: Like how they much are they missing penny. out on? Oh well, it's about. I um, mean, in in my estimate, it's about one point one point five to three percent of their um, revenue. So that's how big it is. Just really like like uh, uh, like a lot of opportunity with the reimbursement because Amazon mismanaged your inventory. That's for sure. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's just easy money. So, yes.
0: anyways, you can try to do it yourself, or you can get experts to to handle it. Uh, my, uh, what I've seen is that even though you think that one company is doing a great job, you can always check it out with another company because you're only paying on money that you get back, right? So most companies that do this, uh, you'll pay a percentage of whatever you get back. You got nothing to lose. And uh what we've done in the past, we've compared and we say, okay, we've gone back to this company. Uh or that we've gone to amazon with this company okay let's try again with this company and sure enough you get a couple extra bucks because they're doing something different than the other companies not doing so uh don't be afraid to do that and again it's free money and oh my god all
1: right so i've i've talked to some people you can reach out to us as well I can do free audit of your accounts if you want to
0: well, that and and that's you know why you're here and and you know we and we don't like we're not making money on this. Uh, we yeah. we uh, no seller candy, <laughs> excuse me. And uh, if you want, you know, get them to check it out. If you want, you could go to another person and check it out after that. But mm-hmm. start off by doing it. And oh my God, I I know people. I know so many people that said, "Well, I don't want to give up a percentage of of what I'm going to get." Well, you're not going to get it. you couldn't get it yourself, or you you don't know how to get it. Somebody's going to give you money, and you still don't get it. Like, and I don't understand that mindset. I really don't. And has anybody else ever heard any sellers say that? Because somebody's going to give you whatever it is. I'm not sure what your percentage is, but let's say, oh, we're going to charge 20% or 25% or 15%. You still get that other back, which you never would have s- sought out. Crazy.
1: But yeah. Cause yeah. Reimbursement is considered as if it is sold. So they will give you the reimbursement based on your current selling price minus the estimated FBA and the commission that they're taking. So and they're now
0: doing that for uh, their. Um, uh, if you're going through their multi-channel, and they're giving up to what was it up to three hundred
1: dollars? I think it's a three hundred dollar yeah. reimbursement. Kind, I I have to check that with it. You know, it's the updated one. Yeah, plan, but yeah, but but now yeah. it's it's,
0: okay. uh, it's the same. The only thing is, if they find it, then they're going to clot back. So yeah. just keep yeah. that in mind as well. But most of the time, that's not the case. Okay, so let's talk about some common mistakes that people are doing when they're doing the reimbursements.
1: Well, um, I would say one, for example, for a mishandled return uh, for anything that, that your customer ask for a refund because if if it is not in the uh, topical category or in consumable category, they are considered a ret- returnable product. And if you uh, like, if anyone from your customer reach out to you and, and ask you for a refund. Always tell them or redirect them to um, Amazon customer service support and tell them that they are managing everything because if you are the one who issued the reimbursement to this customer, regardless if it is FBA, if they fail to return it within the sixty times uh, sixty days time period, then it will not be eligible for reimbursement because only uh, the, the mishandled return that is issued by uh, or refund rather that, that refunded rather by Amazon then they failed to return it within 60 days. That's the only transaction that is eligible. And they will always uh, get back to you and say, uh, you know, uh, this is not issued by Amazon. You're the one who issued it. So we will not be refunding you for this one, even if it means that, but even if it, like it's like over a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's one that, uh, you know, but there's a lot more to that.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, let me see. We've got one more question here. I'm going to ask And by the way, uh, we're getting down uh, where we're going to be asking the listeners questions. If you do have one, make sure you get it in uh, within the next few minutes. I know that we have looks like we have three right now. So uh, this is my last one, and then we'll start on the customer, or on the listeners' questions. So if you got any questions, get it in before uh, uh, so we can squeeze it into the podcast today. Okay. Let's talk about uh, VAs and training. So how do you go about uh, hiring and training uh, a VA to effectively manage your Amazon account? Uh, uh, There's personality issues. There's cultural issues. How do you get the right person uh, to be on your team?
1: That's actually a really good question. Um, I would say we do have a really good hiring process right now that we put in place because, Everyone, I mean, when we were started uh, hiring uh, our first VAs, everyone can can claim that they are an Amazon expert. Everyone can say that, you know, we've worked with seller support. But one thing I realized, even though you have this um, seller support experience, it's not enough because they didn't really actually try to handle it by themselves to try to troubleshoot it. Uh, so they don't know the technicalities or how to raise it, even the flat files. And in Amazon, they have different LOBs. Anyone who is um, designated on FBA issues only know everything about FBA, but they don't know anything about catalog. So when we were interviewing, uh, we do have the, the first round is actually trying to do the culture uh, fit trying to re- really understand person, you know, their, their culture fitting, because we have core values that we set within the company. We have five that we set. Are they meeting it? And then if our um, HR team can see and can determine that actually, oops, they are actually a good fit, then they will pass it on to our uh, operations manager for another round of interview will be more on the um, skill set like how well do they know FBA, how well do they know the um, flat file, because we're looking for people not only on their FBA experience, but mostly flat files, because anything that, I mean, Amazon right now, compared to about three to five years ago, you can just go on the back end and manually edit it on Managed Inventory Dashboard. But right now, it's difficult. You have to do everything via flat file, and flat file is very dangerous if anyone who will do it for you don't know how it works. It could just either mess up your listing, completely yeah. wipe it out and so things like that. So those are the things that we are uh, doing during the interviews. Um, really try to test them if they are uh, really good on that one. And then we do have a way of um, putting them in a nesting period, like a week of classroom training. And then we are putting them to another three weeks of nesting. We call it nesting, wherein they can they will actually experience or hands-on experience managing tickets or, you know, these things. But for, for, for someone who's looking for uh, their own VAs, one thing that I would recommend is, um, yeah, yeah, look for uh, someone that you think will fit your core values uh, and then ask them about their expertise. Focus on their expe- expertise about the flat file. Maybe you, if you can test them or maybe if you can give them some some issues and then ask them to, to work it out for you and see how they will um, respond.
0: Okay. Very good. All right. So I can't agree more, by the way, with the flat files. If you don't know how to do it, um, make sure you learn how to do it. The podcast we've had um, a bunch of, I I think Vanessa has been on Vanessa hung and yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah, there's been a couple of people on talking about flat files. She knows what she's talking about. And I just see that Tony says something about her, a uh, boot camp, which I know nothing about. So uh, anyway, she really does know her stuff. If anybody wants to learn about flat files, and this is the only way we put up our listings now, this is the only way is 100% flat file. If you're if you're putting listings up manually, uh, you're doing it wrong. So in my opinion, so it's got to be flat files. Okay, that's it. You're pretty much off the hook from me now. Let's go over to some questions from the listeners.
2: All right. So first question is from Simon. Uh, I've created a new entity to tidy up my businesses. Uh, Transferring the AMZ accounts to the new entity seems to be a total nightmare and seller support is not very supportive. Do you have any advice?
1: Uh, just to clear my understanding on this one see is um, so you have your own brand in your own listings from your old seller central account that you need to transfer uh to your new seller account i don 't know I know if i don 't know if I mean I can get your answer right now, but if that 's the case um so the problem just really want to review this one again transferring the Amazon account to the new entity, so changing the legal entity is that what you 're referring to? Or you can do that on the um, on the account settings. Uh, we'll see. The first yeah, part correct. is correct. Oh, correct. So, um, so if it's it's either transferring it to a new seller central account or changing it, uh, changing the legal entity of your um, existing seller central account. So, if you are going to transfer it to um, a new seller account. Um, well, Amazon don't like that you have two Seller Central account, making sure that you are not actually linking the two together. So, and if it's a totally separate brand, maybe making sure that you have um, or you get you got this approval from Amazon, they're allowing you to have Seller Central two Seller Central account under the same brand. But if you are changing, just changing the uh, legal end, do it on the account settings uh, by doing your own personal tax assessment. Um, if you can share me what is the difficulty that you're having there, maybe I can answer you more um, uh, on that one. Okay.
0: Yeah. And uh, one of the things that you want to do before you change anything at all, and this is from experience, make sure you let them know because if for some reason they're protecting us by saying, okay, we're suspending your account uh, because somebody could be hacking your account. But if you let them know and you take that case number, then instead of being uh, suspended for a week, it'll be an hour. Um, I've had this happen uh, on numerous occasions. So it takes me a couple of times to learn, but I'm old. So, uh, you know, that's why. But uh, Simon, make sure if you are doing anything like that. But like you you were saying, you can change that in the settings. So I don't know if you want to DM each other afterwards. Maybe that would work. Is that okay, Arvin?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm okay. I can stay.
0: All right. So there we go. Okay. Next question.
2: Okay. This one's from Rad. Uh, we spent thousands of dollars with a company that promised to help, but after seven months, still, our listing is off Amazon. Uh, the same product with Am- which Amazon denied listing it uh, is on Walmart and Shopify.
1: Uh, yeah, this one kind of um, you know not not all issues are actually um, solvable, and this is something that Taylor Candy will tell you if it is something that we can do. Uh, for example, if it is a legal restru- restriction or if it is something that the U.S. government is no longer allowing to sell, um, then that's something that will tell you um, we have to contact FDA and so and so. But if as long as we can see loopholes in Amazon processes, like for example, they are telling that this should be this, but actually we are seeing that, no. Uh, if you can look at that, like if you will apply, because sometimes Amazon, on Amazon seller support, logic doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. They have different um, departments that are actually not working together. They have the FBA team. They have the catalog team. They have these stores. And so And your, uh, the responsibility of the VA or someone who will work for you is to actually try to mediate all of this interdepartment mm-hmm. of Amazon and tell them, you know what? Mm-hmm. I talked to your account health team. And I talked to your catalog team and they confirmed that they've edited it, uh, but it's just not showing on the detail page yet. But can you check? This is the case ID and maybe you can try to um, update this listing for me. So yeah, I understand that frustration of um, hiring someone, but not being able to actually uh, work it out for you. But for seven months, um, maybe if you can like, yeah, DM us as well, if it's a particular issue, then I can probably tell you more about it.
2: Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. And we have a couple from Tony. Uh, Tony's asking, are you offering additional reimbursements for categories that are not being serviced by uh, Katita because we're using them right now?
1: Yeah. So right now, um, our main focus is uh, more on the warehouse loss and damage loss in bond, mishandled return, incorrect FBA fees. And that cause uh, our team um you know, right now, everything is AI and everything is automated. But I do believe also with a little bit of like human touch. And that's how our team is doing it, both a combination of both automating it and um, manually checking it. Because the challenge is... Uh, Or The the main challenge is Amazon is always updating. Just recently, I think January or March that they updated um, the reports and they actually deprecated some of the reports, made it a bit difficult to um, do the reconciliation. So so we have to manually figure it out. Um, But for your question, Simon... um, for other um, category uh, of the reimbursement, uh, we well we can chat about that one. What do um uh, we, our our goal is not actually take you away from other uh, reimbursement company. If you can do, uh, what are you looking for uh, about the reimbursement? I can tell you if this is something that we can do for you.
0: Good, great. Uh, Tony, I got a question for you. Uh, the Vanessa Hung Book camp. I saw that you uh, posted that. Uh, do you have? Uh, a URL for that. If you could, can you post it for us?
2: Okay. And uh, we got one last question from Tony. Uh, do you have any quizzes or test templates or resources that we can get uh, for potential VAs to go through?
1: Uh, we do have some internal that we created um, within our team. Actually, it's something whenever uh, we have that, just almost the same questions that we're asking. I mean, I can try to. Uh, I can check with the team first if it is something that I can share publicly. Yeah, but, you know, you can just create a template or a blank flat file and try to ask your VA, hey, can you work this out and see?
0: Okay, very good. So uh, and you also mentioned earlier on in the podcast that there is a seven question uh, mindset question for uh, hiring VAs, correct?
1: Uh, Yeah. Like finding the best BA for your Amazon um, seller central account. So you just go to um, www.sellercandy.com slash seven number seven steps and you will uh, find it there.
0: Perfect. Okay.
1: And Tony's going to see
0: if uh, he can post this. Okay. That's great. I think, yeah, we're pretty much at the end. we got the wheel of Kelsey coming up. If you're listening for the first time, we do have a giveaway at the end of every podcast. Today we have a great giveaway. It's uh, $500 worth of reimbursements. It's $500 back in your pocket, as well. uh, There is a $1,000. And how do we? How should I say this is? It's a a, a, an account setup. What exactly is that?
1: Yeah, it's uh, more on the onboarding and um, the the setup fee. Uh, so obviously our team will uh, have a conversation with you, talk to you, like scope out uh, or expect out all of the um, the support that you need. And then they will personally look for your uh, personal VA, your your VA, uh, hire them, train them, management them, uh, manage them rather, and provide them all the necessary support for them to start working with you. All right. Very good. Now, just give me a sec here.
0: Okay. So that's it. Hashtag wheel of Kelsey tag two people and you'll get a second, uh, entry, uh, Kels, let's go to a sponsor and then we'll come right back. Okay. Here we go. This episode of lunch with norm is sponsored by Jeff Schick legal. Amazon suspensions are very real, but how do sellers like us protect ourselves against these costly suspensions without spending thousands of dollars? For a very low monthly retainer of just $89, get full access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. Mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. All right. Very good. And now... Oh, let's get your contact information, Arvin.
1: Oh yeah, you can uh I am not obviously the first one that you will talk to if you will reach out to Seller Candy as the chip delivery delivery officer. I highly I am mostly focused on the clients. Uh so my email is Arvin at sellercandy.com. You need to reach out to me. I will do Talk to talk to you mostly about your account, um, do an audit of your account if it's ready or anything on the listing that needs to be checked or to change to, to avoid any potential violations or issues. So yeah, it's Arvin, my name over there, and at sellercandy.com.
0: Okay, very good. All right, it's that time. It's time for the Wheel of Love that. <laughs> now, where did Kelsey go? He's lost. He's back.
2: All right. So welcome to the Wheel of Kelsey. Thank you, everyone who entered. I'm going to shuffle these up. And let's see who today's winner is. We do this every single episode. And it looks like... Red. Now, for this, right. do we want to do the one giveaway for both? For rad or two separate spins?
1: It's up to Arvin. What do you think, Arvin? Uh I don't know what the setup is, but if you think that the two spins would uh it's the best thing, yeah, we can do two spins. All uh, right,
0: let's do two spins. All right, so
2: rad won the free reimbursement. Okay, and let's shuffle it up again. I'm gonna just remove the second rad. And let's see. Okay, this winner for the onboarding is Drip. Drip, got it. All right, so we do have a new winner. So, Drip, uh, if you want to email me, it's k at lunchwithnorm.com. So, congratulations, Rad and Drip. You are today's winner.
0: Perfect. All right, guys. I just checked out uh, that URL, Tony, that you sent over learn.onlinesellersolutions.com bootcamp. It doesn't seem to be working. So I'm um, not sure if that's- no, it's working. Home. Is it? Yep. Oh, I just tried. Well, who knows? If Kelsey says it's working, it's working. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're so man, Kelsey, Arvin, thanks for staying up. Thanks for uh, you know, coming on today. It was fantastic. Really enjoyed talking with you. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here also if you want to check out our latest podcast click over here